0: All right, actually I'm going to let you control that. Ah! <laughs> it's actually very easy. You don't
1: mean that. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Community Theater Studio Podcast. This podcast exposes the past, futures, dreams and experiences of people in the community theater. I am your host, Gary Kochi. Oh no, wait. No. no. Today, no. I'm your host Nancy Popolo, and I'm, let me introduce you to Gary Cucci, who Yeah, is the I'm, I'm on this side and the founder.
0: Fa- <laughs> I'm on this side, <laughs> That's yes.
1: Right. The founder and the father of this podcast. It's going really well. It's just, I believe this is the one-year anniversary. One-year it?
0: anniversary. It's How been a little that? over a year. Yes, it has.
1: So I have a number of questions to learn about you in the community theater. Let me uh, get some through some of these, Gary, so we can. Sure. We want to hear all about you. Okay. How did you get into community theater? Well,
0: I guess community theater, uh, getting into community theater, actually, I, bl- I blame my daughter. <laughs> uh, I mean, I did a lot of stuff in high school. Actually, I did do a little bit um, through high school and uh, it was the New Jersey State Teen Arts Festival and working there. And when I was out in California, there was a community theater that wanted to do something. I wanted to help and support. I ended up getting a part. I then went on a long hiatus. Of 25 years. Wow. Yeah. And then my daughter was interested and she started doing some theater work. And then came a part where uh, this one show, they were saying, okay, we want to open up for adults instead of just the middle school and high school kids. So my daughter goes, oh, you've acted before. Why don't you try out? And I said, oh, what the heck? Why not? I'll audition and I'll just. See. <laughs> and I auditioned and I ended up getting a part and that was Jekyll and Hyde the musical ah. and i was the bishop of basingstoke so that's got me back into community theater after a long period but i've pretty much been in ever since and that was 2005 so no maybe before that oh. yeah about 2006 i think so
1: so you've been in community theater since then since then yeah okay okay and what all i know you build phenomenal sets <laughs> and you've done it in a lot of different theater venues yep um, what else have you done
0: uh, what, can it be easier what I haven't done? Sure. <laughs> uh, after talking with uh, Rob Crissy a while back, I haven't written a play. Uh, okay. I have acted, sung, danced, directed, produced. Uh, I've done makeup. I've done costumes. I've done props. Of course, I've done sets. I've done sound. I've done lights. Um, so it's just like, there's like I'm trying to find something I haven't done.
1: Wow.
0: So like I said, I haven't written a play yet musical like rob no no i'm not going to be anywhere close to that i'm not that good with music but play maybe if i sit down and really concentrate but that's the only thing i can't do well of how
1: this. did you learn how to do all of this uh, the setup and everything um, the lights and the construction well well, well some
0: most of it is just watching everybody else and sometimes you pick up an eye for it or, or an ear for it if you're doing some of the sound stuff right sets so again it's just helping people out you know coming out To community theater and seeing what people do and saying, I could do that. I could help with that. And then it's like you come up with your own ideas and build on that and try and make it nicer, neater, whatever. So that's, I guess that's how most people around here do it. It's It's kind
1: of Georgian, doesn't it? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Definitely.
1: Now, you said you've acted before. Did you have a specific role that was the most fun for you to do?
0: There were a number of roles, different parts like we were, I think we were talking about before we started recording, was in Lend Me a Tenor, yes. uh, Tito Morelli. So it was <laughs> Tito Marelli. It was a very fun part. <laughs> that was a fun show. You know, there have been other parts. Uh, again, the Bishop of Basingstoke, that uh, was kind of fun. Again, as far as acting, there's been not that many parts. I've done more off stage stuff than onstage, mm-hmm. but yeah. So.
1: Is there any role that you've done that you would like to do again?
0: Hmm. I definitely did like doing uh, Tito Morelli. It was definitely a fun part. Uh, the only thing I wish is I was really a tenor.
1: Oh! <laughs> so As I'm going to say that the role that had the best costumes was Lend Me a Tenor, right? actually, no. No.
0: <laughs> I was in, I think, um, Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh, okay. I was the head French soldier. So I had the whole French outfit. I even had the wig and the hat. I had this red wig. And it's just, that was definitely a a fun part. Matter of fact, it's being being one of the people that was hated, Mm. especially by the townspeople. The interesting thing the director let do is, again, my daughter was in that show. And to stop me from taking someone to the guillotine, she literally jumped on my back. And I had to try and carry around with her hanging on my back. Oh dear! So,
1: <laughs> my goodness. But yeah. Well, now is there a dream role that you would aspire to do?
0: Actually, I've always wanted to be. What is it? The, old, the narrator, the old man in Into the Woods.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: I mean, it's you don't need that much of a singing part. I can sing, but not great. So that's he doesn't have that much of a singing part. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more acting and things like that. I think I can look the part and be the part the way I feel now. So, okay, But good. yeah, that would be right now one of my dream parts.
1: Do you have any... Well, you probably have a bunch of these memorable moments. Not stuff that you'd pulled off stage or anything
0: <laughs> like that. <laughs> wow. I think going back to the first show I did when I got back, when I did um, Jekyll and Hyde and the Bishop of Basingstoke. The whole... The bishop's death took two minutes. He hit me, kicked me, threw me downstairs. Um, I mean, while he's singing, he's, he's like kicking me, and he's picking me up and throwing me down and all this and that. The fun thing was it was on a thrust part of the stage. And one of the most interesting things I still remember is I would get thrown down, and where this was, the edge of the stage was about two feet away from the first row. Oh. So I'm down looking literally at the people in f- on the first row face to face, only a couple of feet away. And I would actually reach out toward them hoping they could save me <laughs> as I'm being killed. And I finally suddenly turn around and he hits me with the death blow. So, oh. but yeah, that was just like, I always remember that one scene. It's just like so much fun. Just, it looks like he's, Beaten the daylights out of me, and of course I'm doing it all well myself, really. So,
1: oh, brother, was that the worst experience that you had?
0: No, that was that's- actually the be- one of the best. Oh, okay, because it, kind of, it was kind of fun. Actually, I don't know if it was worst experience or should we say most scary experience is when with uh, Road Company we had done Wait Until Dark.
1: Oh, that's a great
0: play. Okay, mm-hmm. even the thing is also the even the little lights they have usually down the aisleways and all the things like that, even the bathroom lights, they shut them off. Mm -hmm. So when it went black, it went black. Wow. And again, the only lights after that point was the light from the refrigerator and the flashlights from the cops when they came in. But just before then, before all that happened, there was this whole scene with, with the, I keep forgetting his name. The one guy, he has a switchblade and he comes out and he starts going in and then he ends up killing one of his collaborators thing was he had the sw- he had the switchblade one night he literally did cut Ooh. the actor's hand severely mm-hmm. He ended up, you know, how most of the time when you get a nice group after the show, you go out, you have, you know, drinks and little snacks to eat. We all went to the hospital to see oh, how dear. he was doing. Oh dear! So he got a few stitches in his hand. He's fine, and he's still in theater. He's still doing it. So, so, and maybe if Ed Elder's out there, I can get him on here because that's who. Ah, and it ended up getting cut, and because I'm trying to remember to figure out why he was trying to run me and some of the other people down backstage. He suddenly come flying through, and I'm like, what the heck's going on? Uh-huh. And That's when we found out. Okay, <laughs> oh,
1: <dear. I laughs> so yeah, that's
0: that was just a moment. That's like, yeah, that was scary.
1: <laughs> so, why do you like working in the community theater area?
0: Well, partly the, the people. I also like the challenge. Hmm. Each show has its own challenge. So you know, some of the sets might be simple, but then. The whole lighting design for it is going to be, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? What kind of sound effects do we need? What kind of music? And then, of course, if you need costumes, and what kind of costumes do we need? And then, okay, we need props. What props? How can we get the props? Can we make the props? Can, how can mm-hmm. we build it? How can I make something look like something else? And, like, coming up, I've got to make a stove, but it's only going to be about 12 inches deep. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that, it's just it's a challenge. It's fun It's fun to be challenged in these ways. So that's why, yeah. so, okay, what's next?
1: Yeah. What is the one part of community theater that the general public might not know about?
0: Everything that goes into it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of fun. And again, there's the challenge of trying to come up with something, but then there's camaraderie between the actors and even between the directors, usually. If it's a good group, between the actors and the directors, and even the crew, it's a neat, nice, neat, neat group. Mm-hmm. Again, putting things together and coming up with ideas, it's like sometimes it's like, I have no idea how to do that. You got an idea? Oh, how about we do this? Oh, yeah. And then you just, you just build on that and just go. That's
1: nice. Now, Gary, I have to mm-hmm. ask you as a director, yeah. what do you do? How do you handle someone who thinks they are a prima donna?
0: Thinks or acts like one?
1: Acts like one.
0: Again, I guess the big thing there is to see if you can talk them down let them know what they're doing to the cast, mm-hmm. to the show. I mean, if it gets going too much, I would actually possibly start looking for someone to replace them. Wow. Okay. If it gets too much, because if they're being too much of a, should we say a bad influence to the cast and say you must do it my way – I'm doing it this way. I don't care what you say. I mean, I've seen I've seen them do that with directors. I'm doing it my way. And it's like, if they're not going to listen to the director, there's no sense in them being there.
1: Right. Find I'll keep someone... that in mind, Gary. Hmm? I'll keep that in mind.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Talking, uh, huh? All right. Yeah. So have you directed? No, that's, we'll do no, that some other time. I have
1: not. I have not.
0: So Really no desire. But again, it if I can't corral them down... If I can do that, great. If I can get them to at least be tolerated, then it's fine. Other than that, I hate to say it, but just saying, hey, I'm going to try and get somebody else to take your part. I mean, if that doesn't do it, that's that's it.
1: Sounds fair. And if somebody came to you and said they were interested in joining Community Theater Group, uh, what would you tell them?
0: Okay, I'm going to do it. Nobody's been doing it lately, but I'm putting this together. Do it. Everyone's been saying, do it. I'm going to agree with them. Again, it doesn't matter what you can and can't do. I mean, if you want to help, there's plenty of things to do. I mean, between publicity, ticket sales, um, some places need ushers, people to help backstage with whether it's costumes and makeup, helping with the props, helping with set building and painting and set dressing. Everything. Everything every community theater could always use help. I mean, yeah, getting a part in a show, you may not get it, but you can still help out with the show in other ways. If it's a big group, yeah, you may get ensemble. That's fine. It should be fine. It gets you in there, gets you with the group. If you get a part, great. But again, if you want to help out other ways, I'm sure they'll always have something for anyone to do. You want to come out and help, they'll welcome you with open arms. <laughs> so...
1: So what is the future for you in this community theater? I know right now you're in the midst of building the set for The Drowsy Chaperone. Yes. Which is Village Playbox in May.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's coming up in in about a month or so? At the the time of the release? Yeah. 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 So May 5th. I wish I could be here for all of it. I'm actually going to miss one or two performances, Mm. but the rest I'll be here for. Once I get the set built and get the lights set up and sound I'll pass that off but I mean for me yeah that's the next one coming up and it's weird is they just picked the shows for the next season and I'm already running ideas about those shows I don't know if I could release them yet if we know what the shows are I'll wait on that but for next season we have we have our list and I'm like okay I need to do this and maybe make this I'm gonna have to come up with that so but also
1: indispensable Gary you really are (laughs) No doubt about it. Well,
0: that's the reason, again, is if anyone wants to come out and help, it's always good to have someone you could always fall back on. If you get two or three people that can do the job, that's great. That alleviates the need that you can only have one person there, and if he's gone, you're in trouble. Uh, In my regular job, I've seen that happen, where one person's not there and they're the only ones that know how to do it, you're in trouble.
1: And where do you work, Harry?
0: I work for Lockheed Martin. Oh, I do computer repair, and because it is a limited, you know, I I can't say much about it because of the classifications and all that, but go ahead. Nope. 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 Further up. Okay. Okay.
1: Now, Gary, um, I think we're just about through here. Do I need to save this or do something here?
0: Uh um, you, what do you, want to do? you need to hit that that one right No no not no. that oh. not one one No no not no. that oh. not oh. one one oh. No no not that not no no What what You mean there? like this one No 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 that that one over there Which which one Which Which uh, stop What stop stop, stop. Uh-huh. Over there Okay that one. that one That one That one That
1: one That one
0: That one That one Nope, next to it Oh
1: okay All got, right Got you got it um, No which one uh. The arrow run, right? No, no, not the arrow. Okay. No, no, um, no. Space bar? Space bar. Oh, are you sure?
0: Yep. Okay. I guess I will do the closing for this since I'm used to this. So yes. so thank you. I am your host, Nancy Popolo. <laughs> and I'd like to thank Gary Kochi for joining me here today. Oh, thanks. I have no problem being here. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Community Theater Studio Podcast. Now, if you or someone you know might have something interesting for us to hear about on this podcast, please let us know their contact information. Or if you have any comments, questions, or requests, you can contact us on Facebook as Community Theatre Studio. On our website, communitytheaterstudio.podbean.com, email us at Studio at gmail.com, or you can leave us a review on iTunes. And now you can send text or leave voice messages at 609-388-8287. This podcast is currently being supported by the Village Playbox Theater of Haddon Heights, New Jersey. music is titled Energy and is provided by royalty-free music from Ben Sound. So please join me next week when we once again talk to people of the community theater.